0: Mike, turn your games down.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to a special holiday episode of K's My Mom Found film episode, that is. I am Mike Elberton, and who's, what is this, what is this, with me tonight?
2: I'm Bill Tucker, and I am only an elected official here. I can't make decisions for myself.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm Tiffany Alberton, and that's all I got. That's all I ever got. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hello, I'm Levi. I'm joining in because I'm a little bit of a Nightmare Before Christmas nut, and hopefully that will help me have something to add to this.
1: Hey,
2: it's always good to have three people that like something and one person that doesn't like it, so <laughs> I hey. I can't even. I don't know why. I fraternize with you, sir. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I'm a That's nice.
2: <laughs> That's nice. Uh, but- so one thing I do
1: want to point out is I have actually never seen this movie before all the way through. I only know who Jack Skellington is and characters because of Halloween town and kingdom hearts. When I first played that, that was my first, <laughs> first movie. sacrilegiousness. I know this movie. Like I, I know of it. I've seen people talk about it. I've seen, I've sold the merchandise to people. Like I know of it, but I've never actually watched at some point so many years ago, I turned it on started to watch it. And Turned it off pretty quickly because it irritated me immediately. He decided
0: stop motion was
1: not for It's not stop motion. It's, it's a horror movie.
0: It is not a horror it's
1: movie. It's terrifying. Oh, no. The right. guy has one character. Has his eyes sold shut. And this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Like, it's terrifying. <laughs> <Mike> <laughs> like, <"What's> this. <laughs> what the older Mike say? I wanted to turn off the movie. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Multiple times I looked at the thing. I'm like, how long we got left? Oh, God, only 20 minutes. Oh,
2: man. <laughs>
0: That's true though he like hit the remote he was like oh my god <laughs> I was like it's okay you'll be and okay.
2: I guess that's interesting though because this movie is so firmly entrenched in not only the holidays right cuz it's a dual holiday movie we usually watch this for Halloween more than Christmas yeah. um, I guess we could all talk about our backgrounds with this uh, before we get into it but um so many this is such a beloved property I don't know anybody who's not seen this movie so to hear it from the perspective of somebody who's never seen it before it hasn't had it like ingrained in their brain. There's only two people I know who up until now haven't seen it. Now, Mike and my son, who's five. And <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I would like to compare those two reactions perhaps maybe a little later. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you actually think this is kind of like a horror movie almost, Mike. Yes. Wow. Well,
0: nice save there. He just
1: went to chase a
0: kitten. He came in right as you said that end part, and he was like, yes.
1: Well, it is. I mean, to me, it's a horror film. It terrified me. The characters just creep me out right in the beginning when you're introduced to the town and you and they're singing, this is Halloween. (laughs) Everything just creep me out. And I'm like, this is gross. I don't like it. I want to get out of here. (laughs) I don't like Tim Burton style.
0: Yeah, he he also has not seen the majority of the Tim Burton films that he has produced.
2: Is everybody here a Tim Burton fan? Like, Except yeah. with Mike, of course. Let's exclude Mike from this conversation. Mike, I you sit am. in the corner. Okay. <laughs> let Levi and I'll talk. Um, when, was, when, when was the first time you saw this, Levi?
3: I was probably about eight or nine sometime. Very, like, 90s- 2000s era my mom actually introduced me to it because she has grown up around like weird creepy stuff her whole life so that's what i was immediately introduced with i thought it was weird i didn't think it was scary and then little did i know it was going to grow on me and i was also raised with the um original book i actually have a copy of tim burton's original nightmare before christmas poem before it
2: was uh turned into a film i didn't know it had a poem first
0: i didn't know it was a poem
2: (laughs) is that the is that the oyster boy do so I have that?
0: Um, no, that's that's.
3: Uh, oh, what is it called? Um, the World of Stain Boy. That's what that
2: one was. Okay. So just to, just for context, for for Mike, who isn't a big Tim Burton fan, as we all know, Tim Burton's a weird dude. He's a very strange human being. Um, he also wrote a lot of these. These are cl- collections of these little short stories and tiny vignettes. Um, the one I have is the Melancholy Death of Oyster Boy, which is actually very good. Um, it's lots of these very little. Short poems and short stories, like uh, like Levi said. For example, in *Melancholy Death of Oyster Boy*, there's a story called *The Girls*, the girl with uh, nails in her eyes. And accompanying that is a picture with a girl with nails in her eyes, <laughs> and it's scary, like it's creepy stuff. Um, but Tim Burton's always been macabre but playful, like playfully macabre is kind of how I've always put his work. And I, this, you know, *Nightmare Before Christmas* falls straight into that wheelhouse for me.
3: I mean, he was he was playfully macabre, I think, up until he started doing his Alice in Wonderland movies and then also his uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory adaptation. Those were kind of those were a little too, like, I don't know, bright and trippy and and
2: weird for me. To me, uh, to me, they always felt like uh, Tim Burton trying to be Tim Burton. You know, like if somebody else was trying to do a Tim Burton movie, that's what it would look like. Um, so he's kind of uh, yeah. parroting himself almost, which is weird not to get into a Tim Burton conversation because he had very little to do with this movie. <laughs> he, he did very not direct metal. this movie. He did not direct this movie. He didn't write this movie. He didn't do this. Obviously, to did the score. He kind of at that point in Hollywood, he was one of the biggest o- uh, directors in Hollywood. Um, mm. And but he, he shouldn't had, have been. Well, no, no, he should have. he <laughs> He was, he was putting out banger after banger. I mean, I don't know. I
1: couldn't believe like when, because I, before we watched the, because I actually watched the background information on the movies that made us about Nightmare Before Christmas before I actually seen the film. We watched it again after we watched the film. And I was really surprised when I found out that Tim Burton, because I always thought, because I never watched this movie, that Tim Burton directed this movie. It's so a Tim Burton movie and find out.
0: It, isn't the official title Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes.
1: It yes. Yes. Was- so, <laughs> so that's why I always thought that because you know why would you put someone that didn't yeah. have anything to really to do with the movie on the cover? But you know, it was marketing. his artwork. It's yeah. his
2: story. It's his story, and it's his artwork, and it's okay. all inspired by his. And he he came in and said and looked at it and said, "Good," and they moved on. You know, but he he had very little to do with the movie other than, yeah, of Night course, Batman, the inspiration and kind of that art direction.
1: I just don't. I couldn't under. I couldn't believe that here he takes on the project to make Nightmare Before Christmas, then gets offered Batman, says, "Oh, screw you! I'm gonna go do Batman. I'll see you later." <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, yeah. you know.
2: Well, it is an interesting thing, though. So so Levi, you saw this when you were when you were younger, when you were a kid, like eight or so. Yes. Yeah. I think I might be the oldest of all of you. I saw this in theaters.
0: I don't remember when I first saw this.
2: Okay. I, I saw this in, in theaters. I was 13, and my dad took me to see it. And I don't think my dad knew what he was walking me into. <laughs> it, is, it is scary. Like for little kids. You know, my son's five, and he's seen it. And Mike, I hate to say it, but he likes it. He has not had nightmares Uh yet.
1: Hey, nothing wrong with that.
2: He's not. He was, he was, I'll talk about that in a second. But anyway, I saw it when I was 13. And I remember walking out of there just being amazed at what I'd seen. It was one of those, like, what did I just watch? But just being exhilarated at this amazing combo Halloween slash Christmas movie. I remember loving it. And then. Again all through, you know, life, I've always had like, you know, had it on VHS and I had it on the DVD collector's edition. I don't think I ever bought any shirts at Hot Topic. For like, that. I don't think I ever did that. But um, I did. I'm I part say, of that crew. <laughs> I would say no offense if you did. I'm sure I was tempted, but uh that it's it's a uh yeah, there must we be a Jack Skellington chain stuff. wallet or something in my closet somewhere. I I'm sure, can't imagine not. But anyway, I have a long history with this. I've seen this movie easily well over 50 times, maybe close to 100. Every year I watch it. I've seen it three times this year because I have a child and he likes it now. He loves to sing the songs over and over and over again, you see. So, yeah, that's my history with it. (laughs) I never want to watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I got to say.
0: That's what he has to
1: say. (laughs) I actually do own one Jack Skellington thing. I have the Disney Infinity little figure of Jack Skellington somewhere in this house. That's neat. Yeah.
0: I never I think if I would have bought anything I would have bought the Funko Pops, but I never bought any of the Funko Pops. I didn't I, buy any of the merchandise. I don't know why. I just didn't.
3: <laughs> I think it's hilarious that we've got like free people here that are just like, Oh, I don't really own merchandise. And then there's me with like <laughs> a collector's edition clock that's worth a few hundred dollars. Whoa.
2: A few hundred
3: dollars. <laughs> A oh. Sally bus.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> I love that. that don't, I love that. That's really cool. I just don't. I'm not. I just don't collect things because I have children and they take all the space everywhere. I have no room <laughs> for things. But fair enough. You so know what that's, one's probably awesome. I'm sure it's
1: cool. I feel like I don't think I said what we were covering when I started this episode. Did I?
2: Well, I mean, it isn't the title of the podcast. The it the is. Podcast. I'm I didn't say the year. You said the
1: title of the movie several
0: times.
1: Okay, now. but I should say the year. It came out in
2: 1993. Okay. Yes. Maybe, I, maybe for Tim Burton's. The Nightmare for Nightmare
1: Christmas.
0: Christmas. <laughs>
3: honestly, honestly i think the only reason why they got away with this movie was that it took place in like a five-year span where disney did some dark films because mm-hmm. that was it was their time span that they released hunchback of notre dame which we we all know went down in hellfire <laughs> yeah
2: that wasn't great
0: that's not like a typical disney movie
3: Yeah, I think it's the only because like I was watching through it again, because I I hadn't seen it in years. I was watching through it again today. And I was like, wow, there's actually some really dark hidden stuff in here that you won't pick up on if you're a kid.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's been forever. I I remember that just not being well received. Maybe seeing it once. I don't remember much of it. And when did that come out? When was uh, Hunchback come out?
3: Hunchback was either 1996. I'm pretty sure it was 96
2: or 97. One of those two. Yeah, I just looked it up. Ninety-six. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 strange, huh? Very interesting.
0: I mean, it's not a happily ever after story, so it didn't do as well as Cinderella, whatnot.
1: I mean, this actually ends up being a more happily ever after story. I'm assuming because this actually has a happy ending in the end. Sort of. Yeah. Santa <laughs> saved the day.
0: Santa saved the day. That was like my one of my favorite parts where he's like, "Listen, Jack, I'll fix it." But don't do ever do it again. You stay in Halloween Town.
2: This movie has weird themes. <laughs>
1: this is also a weird movie where the villain is the main protagonist too.
2: You know, my son, my five year old today actually he's yesterday or today. He goes, "Daddy, was Jack was really bad, right?" And I'm like, "No, see, son, Jack made a bad choice. He had the best with the best of intentions. Jack had the best of intentions, but he he did went about it the wrong way." Instead of maybe asking Santa if he should be, be a part of it, maybe a collab, my man. He decides to take things over and do it his own way. And but it's hard though, because I want like my son to like do things his own way, like be bold, get out there, you know. But this movie really the theme is stay in your lane. You know, Jack Skeleton basically on a mid- midlife crisis essentially. <laughs> what he, he's having a midlife crisis, and he's kind of like, oh, should I buy a Ferrari? Or should I invade Christmas town, right? You should start a podcast as a midlife crisis. it's basically what you, that's right. Mike's midlife crisis. That's right. But anyway, it's, it's got some weird themes in this, and we'll go through it. But I don't think he's a villain, though. That's the thing. He he screws up, but he has the best of intentions. He, his his moral compass he's is pointed in the right innocent. place. But just but Go ahead, sorry, Steph. It's a
0: boogie-woogie.
2: Oogie, is it
0: oogie boogie, what's his name oogie boogie oogie boogie he's more. I, so this that part confused me because he was like oh we're gonna take down jack and blah 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 and then suddenly he's like jack's alive oh my god <laughs>
1: well it's much easier to beat the protagonists of a movie when they're already been killed some other ways <laughs> well villain has whatever the hell he was as the last time
2: I mean, and and can I can I get a can I get an amen from the crowd on Oogie Boogie? How that's like a top ten character design in the history of animated cinema. I adore Oogie Boogie. He is my favorite character. By I, I want to cosplay as a giant burlap sack <laughs> dancing around full of bugs. Honestly, I, honestly, yes. I'm so, super, super into Oogie Boogie. My, my I favorite. never knew.
0: Mike understood the Funko Pop. Yeah, there's a Funko Pop,
1: like a special one, like box lunch or somewhere exclusive where he's just full of bugs. And I'm like, what the hell? Oogie Boogie's a big guy in a <laughs> sack. I've, that's what I fought in Kingdom Hearts. And then it turned out that, no, Oogie Boogie's a bunch of bugs, I found out. Yeah, yeah it's great. I, I just, it, it was everything with this movie just creeped me out so much. Like the beginning, like I was saying before, when they're singing, this is Halloween Town, I wanted to turn off the film right there. So I'm assuming at some point when when younger Mike tried to watch this, he just
2: turned it off when they at that point. <laughs> as soon as you heard the wind whoosh. <laughs> and I don't the... know what it
1: was, because I remembered some of it. Some of it was there, and I have I have made an effort to watch movies that I haven't seen before, especially cl- cult classics I try to watch. This has always been one that I'm like... Later. Reanimate is not a cult class. re is <laughs> just a piece of garbage that somebody made me watch. <laughs> and Patreon made me watch. Actually, the only reason—actually, I didn't say it at the top of the episode. The only reason we're co- we covered this is because it got tied, voted in our Patreon poll.
0: You can go yeah, help him. Should- so what do you like? um, Nightmare Before Christmas or Elf? Better.
1: I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'd rather watch Elf.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that.
1: <laughs> Elf made me feel good. This movie creeped me out, and I just wanted to get away from it. <laughs>
2: just baffling he's just baffling i, I mean look oh okay, you know what everybody has their has their opinions i'm i'm that's cool
1: hey, i'm allowed to have wrong opinions that's why i have a podcast so i can take my <laughs> wrong opinions and shove them to the world <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the thing i do want to say like the whole like this is halloween town like it's just a very creepy setup with all these different but it does a good job of setting it up like you know explaining the basic of the story of you know Halloween just ended and jack is the pumpkin king and that jack is this character that, you know, is in charge of Halloween and helps make it happen. Like, you do have a couple cute moments early on with the mayor being like, oh, it's time to start planning for next Halloween. We have 364 days! Like, <laughs> there are some cute moments like that, but, like, everybody's everybody's just so weird and gross and ugly and terrifying. It's Puppets. Halloween town. I don't like Halloween. I know.
2: But I about. don't know if I would say gross. They're scary. They're, it's scary imagery, but it's kind of painted with this, again, this almost light, almost childlike brush almost right it's like yeah, kids scary
0: that too it's spooky
2: it's, it's spooky not scary yeah
0: it's not it's definitely not like nightmare on elm street scary like where are you coming from with this it's scary
1: <laughs> see nightmare on elm street doesn't bother me because you have a killer like i like stuff about serial killers and all that that doesn't bother me one bit but for some reason a bunch of singing monster puppet monsters make me uncomfortable I got nothing. Like I can really watch stuff like true crime stories, n- documentaries. Doesn't phase me one bit. I see a bunch of puppets singing, and I'm like, "Oh, get me away from here!" <laughs> I got nothing.
2: Nah, I, it, Levi. What do you? How do you feel about the open of this, and what it? What Had does for setting things up?
3: I honestly love the opening. I've paid attention to it. You know, like especially earlier today, um, the amount of detail that they went into and the camera angles that they went through to get everything to look right. Doing all of that for stop motion is impressive. And another thing that's absolutely wonderful. You don't really know this unless you've uh, looked at the book. It's only like a few pages, like a little kid's children's story. A lot of the monster designs are actually taken from drawings that Tim Burton did of like in his book, which I thought was really interesting.
2: That is cool. That is cool. I knew it was a lot of inspiration from the book, and my, my son pointed this out today, This when we watched it today. He pointed out the initial shot when it's, it's diving in, the wind is whooshing, and there's a um, scarecrow with a pumpkin on his head kind of pointing you towards Halloween Town. Is that Jack? Because then you see the scene when Jack is is in that, it's exact, looks like Jack jumping into the, you know, lighting himself on fire and jumping into the pool. Is that initial pumpkin Jack? Because my son's like, oh no, that's Jack. And my wife and I were like, we've seen this a hundred times. Is so that really like-
3: it? So like what's interesting yeah, is I don't know is that like with how there's like Santa and everything and it's kind of implied that all these people who are leading these areas are supposed to be like undying eternal beings. There's a lot of different like old stories in mythology where they describe very tall, very thin. Like, one of them that made me think of the scarecrow as the man in the field, which would hunt after you. Everything fun like that. So that's, it's like a nice little tribute to hmm. different uh, throwbacks.
2: Like, almost like folktales, almost.
3: Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool.
2: That is cool. That's neat. But this opening is amazing. It's, it, it, it. listen, it tells Mike, Mike, here's what you're in for. This is going to be spooky and creepy imagery, perhaps, but... It was. Uh, Yeah, and it kind of lets you right in. Introduces the characters very well. Again, I think Jack Skellington, his design is just flawless. It's a flawless design. It's amazing how emotive the the animators made a skeleton, (laughs) right? Like, (laughs) it's 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 a triumph of just. And even like Levi said, we could say this all the way through. The fact this is all done with stop motion photography is
0: amazing.
2: Gobsmacking. It is. It's nuts. Like, nuts!
0: You can't even imma- I can't even imagine doing that. I'm making an entire movie like that.
2: I kept thinking, like, oh my gosh, this is this is a scene where he pulls something out of a pocket. That probably took three days, but that <laughs> 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 and the attention I mean, to detail is insane too. They said it took him like a
1: week to do a couple minutes. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah, behind the scenes, nuts. Yeah, that's just insane how much went into making this movie. Like, I mean, I know that's what stop motion is, but...
0: And I mean, there probably hadn't been a stop motion movie since Rudolph...
1: <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know.
0: I know. I um, know you're gonna laugh at me when I said
3: that. Well, I know that like slightly before he did Nightmare Before Christmas in the '80s, late '80s, he had done uh, Beetlejuice and had an incorporated stop motion to that. That was kind of like what he had started to be known for. Another movie Mike has not seen. Yes. You're not gonna I'm, like Beetlejuice. It's no. not gonna be worth it, man.
1: <laughs> don't don't. Do I'm yourself. gonna watch it for the podcast <laughs> we're, because we're that's that. what I do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might make a like Tim Burton poll and make.
2: <laughs> Ooh, that's actually a good idea. <laughs>
0: because because he's, he's never he he's pretty much never seen any Tim Burton movies. He hasn't seen Edward. I've Cistern seen Edward Scissorhands once. What? Oh, okay. Really?
1: It's been a long time.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's the other actors in there? Winona Ryder. Besides
1: that. I got nothing. Uh Johnny Depp and Winona Riders, all I know. That's
0: what I thought.
1: But no, that's the only one I've probably seen. I stay away from most of those movies.
2: Did Tim Burton do Sweeney Todd? Yes, he did. Uh, Yes, he did. I got to see that again. Sorry, we're going to get off on Tim Burton conversation. I'm not liking it, but I think I would like it modern. I
1: also didn't like the songs in this either. That's
2: it. I'm leaving.
1: (laughs) I'm
3: leaving. You dare dare disrespect (laughs) our Lord and Savior, Danny (laughs) Elfman.
1: <laughs> I only song that was okay for me was What's This? What's this? And that's only because I would do the same thing. What's this? What am I watching? Why what what's this? So I felt the same way he did. Except for all
2: movie. <laughs> I can't I can't do I can't. I, how do I listen, you know what? Uh, I can't you really broke me with that. I my son and I my son has wanted nothing but nightmare before Christmas music since Halloween, since we last watched this. That's um Oh, he – I'll just tell you the very quick story of his introduction to it this year. We're, we're careful about what my son watches only because he's very sensitive. He's, he's very, very sensitive. He scares easily. You know, he's just sensitive. So we sit him down. We're like, we really want him to watch Nightmare Before Christmas because we love it. It's our family tradition. We sit him down, my wife and I both. He watches it. And he's like – you can tell he's scared, but he's excited. He didn't freak out, and he had no bad dreams the next day. He asked a lot of questions, like really good questions, like the Jack Skellington one and – you know, was this real? Was that real? No, so it was all just, you know, all pretend. It's fun. And then he wants to hear the music constantly. The two days later for Halloween, our garage to our house, we back into like a large alley where like all the all the, um, all the the um garages in the, our street kind of back into this one area. So we played um, Nightmare Before Christmas on our garage wall. Like had a projector and just played it there and let everybody come over and set up chairs and hang out for Halloween. And that's why we had him watch it beforehand because I didn't want him freaking out and screaming in front of all our neighbors. You see, we had to make sure that was vetted before that happened. And he's watched it twice since then. And again, we listen to music constantly. The music is who so other than Mike. So Mike, you sit in the corner. Okay. Just, just just hang out for it. one. Go more. take your well,
3: dunce seat, Mike.
2: That's it. Well, it's not a shame seat. You're loud, but I mean I'm gonna ask what everyone's favorite song is. And clearly you have none. So let's uh what's this? what's, a, what's, what's this? favorite? What's that? Uh, Quinn bikes to be like the last song because that's how I knew it was over that's the last- <laughs> I was <laughs> happy when it ended yes what's everyone's favorite um Tiff I'll, Tiff, I'll start with you I'm not sure okay
0: <laughs> I like them all I'm not sure if I have a favorite
3: okay Levi? okay 100% <laughs> kidnapped the sandy gloves okay interesting all right I like,
2: like that like, why
3: why do you like that the absolute chaos of these tiny little gremlins. And not to mention that, that like they go through all these ways. Oh, we could kill him this way, we could kill him this way, just to show up at his front door. Like conversation had to happen anyway. I, I love it because they were over dramatic. And the way that you get to see their characters like lock, shock, and barrel more fleshed out in that one instant. Like the fact that you can tell that Barrel's just along for the ride, and he has one brain cell, but he's not responsible enough to keep track of it, so the other two do.
2: <laughs> and, and, and it's clear the, the the girl in the group she's she is the she is the leader by far. She, she has the other three two.
3: brain cells. She has three.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
1: she's... hate that song. That song oh. creeped me out so much during this movie. I was like, oh, oh. This is just... oh. <laughs> it's a
2: good. It's a good song. I love when it goes up like that. Goes like that up that third, like, na, 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 na. Oh, oh, great, it's great. I, I'm i an Oogie Boogie. The Oogie Boogie, yeah. Oogie Boogie song is just such a bop. I am like, I adore that song. What and that a know song know, Go ahead, I'm sorry, lock,
1: lock, barrel. Is it lock, stock, and barrel? Because they were, I think they were a mini block in Kingdom Hearts, if I remember correctly, or a boss. It's been a very, very long time, but I know they're in that. That's how I knew who they were. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's my only experience with Nightmare Before Christmas was the Kingdom Hearts level where you have to go to Halloween Town. I remember being like, this means nothing to me.
4: <laughs>
2: I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know they were in there. I'd I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game before, so I that's didn't okay. know that. But that's, don't need uh, to. I don't you think I do. <sighs> that's cool. So we have a kidnap to Santa Claus. And Mike, if you had to choose one, like if you had to choose one just to be like, all right, this one at least was palatable.
1: What's this? I did enjoy Hartley when he goes to the Christmas Town. What's this? What's this? And you had all the elves that look scary too for some reason, <laughs> making the presents and everything. I did enjoy that. I actually like when it was in Christmas Town because it was happy and it was friendly and it wasn't terrifying me and beating me up and making me want to turn the movie off. <laughs> I don't know. It everything the
0: elves were pretty scary. They
1: were, but everything <laughs> with Christmas Town bothered me a lot. Christmas Town, I was, at least was palatable. I'm like, okay, I can handle this. The song is fine. It was amusing. I thought for sure he was gonna kidnap. You know, Santa, right there. You know, he doesn't. He leaves with a big sack. But that was the only part of the movie I I didn't mind. That's it.
2: cool. All right, so we we got to the point where he's um he's em- emerged. Jack Skellington's emerged from the pool of green goop, and he's kind of emerged, and everyone's applauding and cheering him. Uh, this is at the point where we get the main theme of the film, which is. Jack is, the, is an amazing at what he does, but it doesn't make him happy anymore. He's just trying to work this out. Um, this leads into that long walk in the graveyard to this beautiful, beautiful song. It is. I'm sorry, Mike. It is.
1: And you guys are very much allowed to enjoy this movie. I just didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> oh, um, I wanted why to. Why am I surprised? I shouldn't be surprised at this point. How many movies have I seen with you now, Mike? What, over 30? It's over it's, 30. Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure. well over 30 at this point, And I should not be surprised.
1: I wanted to like this. I went into it excited because I had purposely stopped, make, stopped making myself ever watch movies I have Disney Plus. so I could have because I'm like, I'm going to record a podcast about it and I want to go into it blind. I want to have that first take. Yes, that's right. I agree with that. I wasn't. So I actually was excited to watch this. I actually voted for it in the Patreon poll so it would win because I'm like, <laughs> I want to cover it. I want to see it finally. And I was very surprised at how I felt.
3: You became the very thing you swore to destroy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, hey, this show, you sometimes you get surprised. Like, sometimes I watch a really good movie like Avengers and hate it. And then sometimes I watch a terrible movie like Iron Man 3 and like it. So you never know what my opinion is going to be on this show. That was just a terrible movie.
2: No, it was a good movie. Yeah, okay. Levi, are you aware of the whole reanimator thing? We keep bringing this up. I feel like it's bringing broad, but yes, every. Yes, I
3: did. I did listen to the reanimator episode and watched <laughs> reanimator, so I know exactly what y'all
2: are talking about. There we go. Okay, good. Well, so i say off
1: topic, but because of reanimator, I can always pick out Jeffrey Coombs now. He's in a bunch of Star Trek Deep Space Night episodes like three or four different yes. characters, and I can always pick him out as soon as I hear that voice now. I'm like, ah, Jeffrey Coombs. <laughs> yes, he is. That's right. So, that's right. I, that's the one good thing came out of that. The one good thing,
0: huh? Yes. You didn't enrich your life by watching...
1: No, but I do want to meet Jeffrey Coombs now. Just like, You were in a bunch of Star Trek episodes, man! Oh, awesome! That's
2: all.
0: That's
2: it? Yep. <laughs> I, I love your movie reanimator. Nope. Oh <laughs> good. So yeah, so that's when we get to this point where, again, uh, he's walking through the graveyard. We're introduced to Zero, his little good boy, uh, oh, who's well. super cute. Rudolph standing as as um, pretty blatant, but hey, it works for what it's been to do. Levi, yeah, what do you think about this 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 section here where we're, we're basically getting the um, the information dump on kind of what Jack's feeling in these kind of during his songs?
3: I, I really loved this part. I loved the way that like Danny Elfin managed to incorporate so many details about Jack in a few minutes of a song because like that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of hard to do. And so the way that he's going over that he's renowned in all these different countries, and he has so many different names, and a lot of, like, the guy humor. And also, I didn't know this until I researched it earlier, but the voice of Zero is actually the guy who originally voiced Fred in the 1969 Scooby-Doo. Frank, Frank, Weller, or Frank Welker. I think that was it. Okay. And, um. He also currently voices Scooby Doo a fair amount in wow. uh, more stuff, and I was just like, "So they got him into well, okay
2: <laughs> to, to, to bark essentially that's, to bark." <laughs> okay, that's interesting. I didn't realize he was that that well known. Interesting. Okay,
3: I didn't realize that either, and I was like, "Okay."
2: And another interesting note about this because this is the first time we hear we hear Danny Elfman doing singing as Jack, which. Again, it's one of those parts that no one else can really do. I don't, you know, as much as I pretend to sing like Jack Skellington in the car with my kid, as we do constantly, it's just so there's something so tender and personable and just emotional, a very emotive voice that, that, um, that Danny Elfman lends to that, which is a shame that he couldn't actually do the speaking parts. Uh, I learned that in that movies that made us. Danny Elfman doesn't do the speaking parts in Nightmare Before Christmas. Somebody else does as a different voice actor because they tried and probably realized, uh-oh, Danny Elfman's not a voice actor because there is a Don't skill a and a talent to that. <laughs> he's a singer. He's a musician, <laughs> he's but he's a not singer. a voice actor. Somehow they make the two both work beautifully and seamlessly. So... It worked out, but
1: it doesn't sound like two different people. It sounds
2: like the same no, it voice really doesn't. It's, it's it's really remarkable. But man, when you when when Jack sings, that's when you really see into his heart and his soul. And that's what I think is so beautiful about these moments, because he's just by himself, just wandering this graveyard and again, giving us the information, but also working things out for himself. It's a, no, he's a really good character.
1: Good and like his experiences, like him finding the trees and all that, I enjoyed the the way he was. I just didn't enjoy anybody else other than Sally. I did like Sally. I, so think, great
3: like? I think one of the. Oh, sorry. You, you were about to say something, Tiffany?
0: No, I was just wondering what Mike liked about Sally that he hated everyone else.
1: <laughs> she wasn't terrifying. Even I didn't like it when she <laughs> pulled off her limbs and stuff like that, but she wasn't oh, terrifying. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Levi. <laughs>
3: I think one of the reasons why we got such a great performance from Danny Elfman singing and everything as Jack was because it was his music that he wrote. And, you know, like for Broadway plays or for musical movies like this, it's one person that writes stuff and then they just hand it off to the cast and crew. And then they kind of give their take on it. But we were getting whatever Danny Elfman wanted to portray.
2: Mm. That's a really good point. That's a really good point because he's also cuz he had to with the the making of this, they they didn't have much of a story. So he had to just kind of do this do this music based off of a character he created. And since his music is is so load-bearing in the movie, he's basically writing this character as well. So it's 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 a very good point. Yeah, cuz like you said in a musical, yeah, you hand it off to a director and to a cast and then they sing the songs and you're you're basically done, but he was intimately involved with this character and uh, you can tell and it works perfectly.
1: Well, also, you you know, as you watch the background thing, you find out that the one reason he was they they started with the songs before they actually had a script because the guy wasn't writing the script. So they had to go with the music so they could start working. And that's kind of also why why I feel like Jack Shillington is so based around the songs that we have, because that's what came first. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's also like one thing that it's kind of about about the movies, like also the fact that the director, Henry Selleck, is almost never mentioned. Like, I didn't even know who the hell he was at all until the documentary, you know, that talks about behind the scenes that, you know, he just never because he's not mentioned. All I mean, yes, it does say directed by this guy, but I, you know, as someone who never watched the movie before, I never even heard of him until the background thing. He also didn't do very many, I see.
2: And I didn't realize this until I saw that that documentary that's out there right now. That Catherine O'Hara does Sally. That blew my mind. I, I had no idea. Who's oh, Catherine she, O'Hara? Oh, that name sounds really familiar.
3: She also voices um, Shock. Oh, she does. Okay. Yeah, she Ooh, she voices both car- uh, the little girl and kidnapped the the Sandy Claus that you didn't like.
2: Oh, okay. In <laughs> <laughs> the song you didn't like.
3: The the character one of the characters you wouldn't want to be locked in a room with her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's she's known for she's she's known for, she was in most of the Christopher Guest movies like Best in Show and oh god what are those things like Best in Show is the one I always remember. Uh, but she's also most recently in Schitt's, in Schitt's Creek or Schmitz Creek, whatever it's called. Schitt's Creek, right? Oh, that, she,
0: is... she was also in Beetlejuice.
2: Oh, of course. Derp. Yeah, yeah. she's in yeah the Beetlejuice.
0: Time,
2: oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that movie either, so. Yeah, she's in Schitt's Creek. She's incredibly funny and really, really good.
0: I'm ashamed to say I haven't seen that. My friends give me crap for it
2: every time. <laughs> do, do you like things that make you cringe? Sure. yes shit's creek you is do pure man, cringe that oh me? that's called marriage
0: that's rude
2: oh, 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 oh man uh so levi is gonna step away so quick <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> he's getting a little uncomfortable here um <laughs> she comes on i anyway, know not to get off on a, a tear but uh, shit's creek is fantastic it's extremely cringy it's very beautiful um but it's also got a lot of heart and it's really 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 freaking good okay we have
1: to watch it next okay i don't like I also feel like when, as you get throughout the early part of this movie or in this movie in general, I feel like Sally has also a very good growth to her character. And I like the way that she is. She didn't, you know, even though the first time you meet her, she pretty much killed the guy that created her, tried to kill him, even though it didn't work because he just <laughs> fell asleep. Because apparently when you digest poison in Halloween Town, you just fall asleep.
0: Frog's breath, you taste it first.
1: <laughs> that was funny that she had a spoon <laughs> with holes in it in her sock that she pulls out and then that was funny I'm like I, I don't know I just liked her even though like it, it, he kind of didn't
0: go for the spoon again he was just like go 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 go
1: go he's hungry <laughs> he's
0: hungry
1: I didn't like him either I didn't like Doc- Dr. Finkelstein or whatever hell his name is
3: for not I liking like- him you got his name right <laughs> yeah, Really, I, I wouldn't have gotten
1: it <laughs> he just he creeped me out like,
0: what he, did not creep you out? Jack. Jack did not creep me out. Even Santa
1: out. creeped me out. He had little hands and he was ugly and he creeped <laughs> me out. Everything but Jack creeped me out.
0: The Christmas time people creeped me out. I'm not going to
1: lie. They're creepy. The little
0: owls looked like they were ready to turn around and murder you. Like
1: <laughs> They were. Everything in this movie was.
0: <laughs> One of my,
3: like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to
1: interrupt You're you, good. Mike. Hey, nothing good to say. No, go
3: ahead. Please. One of my favorite little tidbits, so I actually know someone um, who professionally works with herbs, and I found out that if you take Deadly Nightshade in a way that can't kill you, it will actually get you super high, like that weed high. So all I can think of now whenever I watch this film is after he drinks the potion or the soup with deadly nightshade in it, before he passes out, poor dude is just having a time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't, we don't see what happened before him just crashing out. We don't really just, <laughs> just the bright, like bright lights flashing and just intense, like club music, like <laughs> <laughs> Sally. I can see my feelings. Sally. <laughs> that's awesome i had no idea that's 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 interesting cautionary tale cautionary tale but yeah that's the so but we haven't gotten to the point yet where i think we're kind of bouncing around a little we are
1: bouncing around even though i said we weren't going to do that well guess what surprise oopsie oopsie. poopsie because
2: we haven't gone because that happens after um jack goes to the christmas town right or no yes
1: Yes, yeah, because you have yeah. I have my notes. What's this? What's this? And then you have the Sally Stew and then I have the holy spoon in my notes. Okay. <laughs> I that also was... like the way that they go between worlds. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of trees with doors and trees that are in different shapes of wherever the holidays are. And
0: then they kidnap the Easter bunny.
1: Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs>
0: Come on, that was funny. Not kind of, it was
1: funny. Why wasn't the bunny, I thought Easter bunny was supposed to be Australian?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <The>
1: Wrong movie <laughs> joke. But... I,
0: uh, yeah. If you haven't seen The Guardians, please see The Guardians. <laughs> Rise of the Guardians.
2: So what do you guys think about? So let's camp out a little bit on Christmas Town because obviously this is the only real I mean, other than the getting ready for Christmas montage. It's later on. This is the this is the Christmas part of the, our Christmas movie because everything else is Halloween, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and there's obviously holiday imagery and Christmasy things going on, but this is like and evidently, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I saw the documentary a few yeah, months or change ago, this was the scene that they finished first, or the sequence they finished first, because they wanted to sell the fact that, yes, this is a Christmas movie. Don't look at all the werewolves and the ghouls and the mummies and stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. See, <laughs> this is a Christmas movie. What do you guys think about it? I know, Mike, you said you actually enjoyed this. So let's start with you and – did you just like this it was pleasant
1: it wasn't even a little scary it wasn't as bad and creepy and grossed me out the rest of the movie did so i just enjoyed it and plus it was different and i was sad it went away and went back to horrible enough horribleness what about
2: you uh i
0: mean i don't think i probably enjoyed it as much as mike apparently but like i said the little elves and children are are they elves or children i was a little confused by that
2: Children elves, I think. That might be.
0: Children
1: mother, elves. as you remember, an elf, <laughs> elves just don't, they live a long time. You remember it took Papa, Papa Elf 40, years to become Master Toymaker?
0: <laughs> but they creeped me out. They generally creeped me out. And I was like, this elf's going to murder me in my sleep. I got to go back to Halloween, Town.
1: <sighs> you so would I, like Halloween, So down. I did
0: not enjoy it as much as Mike did. <laughs> but, I mean, yes, it's the most cheerful scene we have, I guess.
1: I'm also suffering elfitis from watching Elf three times, and I've apparently like elves better now
2: so. <laughs> elf's a good movie elf's a very good movie uh what about you Levi?
1: i this scene
3: is absolute chaos <laughs> and actually <absolutely laughs> just living for it just <laughs> like a little kid in a candy store honestly causing the most disruption going into people's houses we see later, he basically committed Grand Theft Auto with a snow plower. <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: it. Complete with his little steampunk writing glasses. Which I, exactly. I, always, I adore those things. It really, really makes me smile every time I see him. You nailed it right there. It's got this childlike joy to it. It's like watching a kid experience things for the first time. And that, again, as a dad of a five-year-old and a one-year-old, watching them experience things I'm used to and kind of just gotten bored with watching them experience that for the first time is really fun because that's what that is like it's just that kind of wild what's this what's this and it really does capture the the energy of a kid just just devouring all these sense the sensory craziness that could be Christmas or a holiday display or whatever it is right Christmas trees Christmas presents I need this I need this I need this I need this And just the chaos, like you said, Levi, is really um, great. So it's so joyful and fun. And this is like this might be a top 10 sequence in like animated movie history because it's just so beautiful and joyful and and energetic. It's great.
1: I did like the scene how after Sally ends up trying to poison him and escapes, he locks her up at one point and then her way of escaping is she jumps out the window. And her arms and legs fall off. She puts them back together, sews them back together, and then just and then takes off with her little basket for her date with Jack that she was trying to set up. That's so all I. That that did amuse me.
2: Yep, yep. I look over at my son when he watches that. Like, will don't try that. It won't work. <laughs> oh, won't work. Won't work.
1: Sally said, "You." <laughs> <laughs> I just. And then at one point you see Dr. time trying to make a new Sally. Does that ever, that never goes anywhere, does it? Because he's starting to make her and then he just doesn't do it, if I remember correctly, right? No, no, it,
4: it, it does.
2: Yeah. yeah, it pays off at the very, very end. He's uh, He's got new Sally uh, wheeling him around in the snow.
1: Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> You'd probably clocked out by that. <laughs> yes, I did. I, I honestly never saw it. I'm like, wow, they didn't pay that off at all. But, okay. <laughs>
2: Yep. Which is nice, too, because that's a and again, we're now fast forwarding. but That's OK. That's, that's like a that's signal for us. The audience, Sally's free. Sally's free to do what she wants. She's she, she doesn't have to be beholden to Dr. Finkelstein because he's got his new a, a new servant, I guess, or a new creation. We'll just say that. And um, yeah, cool. I,
1: I didn't Thanks, get scene where Sally after Sally goes to talk to Jack and he's getting ready for Christmas. She ends up having that vision where she picks the flower of the tree that. Lights on fire. I didn't really get that. Like, why she's having a vision? Uh,
3: Maybe foreshadowing. She has move
1: Maybe, Maybe foresh- she'd
3: actually <laughs> slipped some of that deadly nightshade.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking now. You <laughs> see her taking that, like taking the like a little joint. You know, like she's super <laughs> used to this shit. But, but you know, he, he did, she knows, like yeah, you know, this old man can't handle it. The tiny bit the... she.
1: Part of me wants to Google is nightshade illegal in Minnesota, but at the same time, I don't want to Google it because I don't need the FBI to go, What the hell is he Googling this for? So oh, no,
3: nightshade there. is actually a really common plant in most states, or a plant in most states. It's actually an invasive plant. Uh, I have nightshade growing in my backyard right now. And yes, it is deadly. Oh,
4: interesting. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, okay.
3: And no, well, I do not right. use it for anything. I'm not smart enough to use it for something.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you need to have all basic <laughs> yeah, alchemy. <laughs> Is it called alchemy? Is that or is that just a thing in video games?
3: That's the like study of like my brain is, I, I swear I do occult stuff, but my brain is not working with me right now. That is uh, the study of like different basic properties when they were trying to recreate gold and breaking new things, but anyway.
1: Okay, I was just curious, because that word is always in my head, because that word is used in so many video games too, alchemy.
2: Yeah, That's it's awesome. I, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like I'm just gonna fumble my way through it. Alchemy is is kind of like the uh, like it's kinda chemistry, right? It's kind of just combining yeah. things to see if things can do other things. And yeah, it's alchemy. Yeah.
1: Also off topic, but it, it reminded me. Well, we were just got done watching you, and there's one part where one of the I think it's wolfsbane. Is is a plant that she's growing, and the guy notices that it's wolfsbane. Is that the one that paralyzes you?
3: I don't. I'd have to ask my one um, herbalist friend.
0: Well, that's what it did in
1: yep it, it's wolf spain yeah. no fbi i'm not looking up to do anything i'm just curious because i want no to show F- you if you're listening to
2: this yes yes
4: <laughs> hey
2: i can use a new list i can use more listeners. they're welcome to tiff, tiff and i had the exact same remark. yeah yeah mike they're they're just uh combing through what <laughs> i recorded three podcasts this week we gotta listen to damn it <laughs> that's right damn it very good so yeah so, so um Alright, cool. So where where are we within our, our journey here? Uh, uh, kinda,
1: let's talk about where like when Jack, after he comes back, he has the whole meeting. He kind of gives every, I like how he gives everybody a job. Like, oh, I'll do this and they're making toys and they are just making <laughs> horrible toys. Like one guy takes a rat. Oh, I turned his dead rat into a hat. He's like, no, use a bat. And I'm just like,
2: and let me just let me just pop in very quickly here, Tiff. I apologize. Levi, you may not know this. When Mike doesn't like a thing, he wants to go through it as fast as humanly possible. What? He row runners through these things. He missed the town. Speed run. He speedruns it. Yeah. He he puts it on three times speed and just mainlines it. Um we missed the whole uh, town meeting, which is very pivotal. It's really important for the character of Jack, um, which really is why I tell my son. Go ahead, sorry, Tiff.
0: Please rewind and go through that part.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, just want th- I want to talk about the town meeting. Oh, do please think do. I do think it's really important because uh, he calls a town meeting, and he's trying to explain Christmas Town. Now, I, the context of it is he's just seen it for the first time. He has no background on it. He has no history on it. It's as if you went to a foreign planet, and they had some sort of weird celebration, and now you're trying to explain it to everybody else with as limited information as you possibly could have, some doodads, a bad Christmas tree, some ornaments, and wrapping paper. Like, that's what you got, right? And you're trying to explain this. But the one thing he does have is how he feels. He knows how he felt when he was in Christmas Town. So he's trying to get this across, and no one is getting it, because he's speaking one language, and they're speaking another. And that frustration that tipping point there where he says, Well, I just gotta get at some point I just gotta give them what they want. And he turns it into this thing that they understand, which is fear and scary and Halloween. And then of course they're all into it and they want to do it. I I just again I'm gonna say I adore a lot in this a lot in the show because I adore this movie. Levi, what do you think about kind of how that articulates?
3: This is the scene where we find out that Jack is such a sweetheart, yeah. but he's a dumb whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just d- did not think several things through. Poor guy.
2: <laughs> yeah. And he didn't think like, any of this through. No, he just, he was feeling, he wasn't thinking. And he, as much as he tries to dissect, and again, as we go on the movie, you see him trying to like analyze it and scientifically figure it out. And he just can't because the magic of the holidays, if you experience that or enjoy the magic of the holidays, whatever that means to you, is some is a feel thing. It's not necessarily in the lights and the presents and all that it, it it's and it's different for everybody i always approach that cautiously because there are people who really just don't like the holidays for a variety variety of different reasons you know totally get it i'm a big christmas dork so for me i'm just a big just mainline candy canes into my veins for a month i'm I just <laughs> please 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 i need more of this more of this fake nonsense so yeah it's just yeah i think it's a really telling scene because again like you like you said levi it's he he wants to share this so much and he's got such a big heart about it, but he's just gonna go about this the wrong way. He's gonna she has
3: him. he has the most I don't know I just work here energy, but he's trying to
1: pretend <laughs> to- Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: a good point. That's, funny, That's anyway. a good way to put it. I know, I know that like feeling. It. Seriously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the towel mini was interesting. I, the mayor was another character that creeped me out because like he can change his face. I don't know. I thought he was gonna be a villain too because he's an elected official, and usually politicians are evil in, in
2: stories and real life. So this you know.
0: was before that real life. Story.
2: So that's how I. <laughs> that's
0: how I associate
2: politicians. Well, <laughs> that's why. That's why. Like my opening. My opening line is like, "I'm only elected official. I can not make decisions for myself."
3: I think. <laughs> I think the mayor is the most relatable character because slight inconvenience, he just has a whole breakdown, and that that's that's really relatable. I, <laughs> I dig
2: that. that. <laughs> Super into that.
0: <laughs>
3: I don't know, just What's
1: like on? all the toys they were making were so like disgusting to me
0: you don't want a headless something. oh
1: i mean there's a, there's a part I, want, I don't want to jump ahead but there's a part i want to mention later but like when you had you had jack reading christmas books i did like that because it shows you like how quickly he was able to read and absorb all this information about christmas and i feel like he didn't even know it existed until he wandered into that town so that was kind of cool mm-hmm. Yeah. And like he's doing all those Christmas experiment experiments and that's when and that's when Sally brings him to lunch. And So I thought that was funny too because she didn't come up. She didn't come up. She brings him to lunch and then she disappears because she ran away or something, right? I think <laughs> is what it was.
2: She, she, mm, she's it's it's funny because she what I like about that is that she's of course she's in attendance at the at the town hall meeting. And you yeah. show and she show her, she gets it. She gets what Jack's getting. She's feeling the Christmas thing, unlike anybody else in the room. And she understands that she understands that nobody else got this. Like Jack had to kind of like put on the Holly, Halloween paper over it for everyone else to understand. So she, of course, puts together using her alchemy and her her knowledge of herbs and such. Here's here's some representations of what I think you were feeling there. Maybe this will help you try to figure out the science behind. Oh,
1: is that what she was making in that cauldron then she put in the bottle?
2: Yeah. She it was okay. like it was like essence. And I was thinking about today when I saw it. I was like, because I was always been the scene like, well, what is she? She's not making. Because you said she's making lunch. That's not lunch. <laughs> that's what I <laughs> he, Yes, that's fine. I thought you making a basket lunch. <laughs> I, I Again, I was zoned out in this movie. I was just like. Uh... <laughs> but I always wondered, too. It's like, what are you doing? And today, actually, him is like, oh, she's this is what she's trying. She's trying to capture. She felt the same thing. And she knows nobody else got it. So she's like, here, this is I understand. Here's maybe here's some stuff that will help you arrive to whatever you're trying to get at. Also, and then she runs away because, oh, go ahead, Levi, please. Oh, no,
3: sorry. I didn't mean go to. There's also a movie mess up in this scene. Okay. Uh, when Jack is writing on the chalkboard and he's sitting there thinking right before Sally knocks on the window, he has the chalk stick in his hand. And then his hand kind of goes behind his jaw when he's thinking. And then she knocks on the window. He turns to go see her very same scene it hasn't cut cameras or anything and the chalk is gone he didn't technically a uh, little mistake
2: a continuity break oh wow okay that's interesting okay that's cool i you know what but if if Mar- if, if scorsese can do it in every single movie and no one seems to care then jack's fine yeah, oh yeah jack's fine but it's just like a fun. But that's thing that's really, that's a neat little yeah it's a neat fact i had no idea i'll look for that again it's fun i would say i have to but i don't plan to ever <laughs> see this again so yes you
0: we're going to watch it every year I, probably see this
2: at, I will probably see this at least one more time between now and now and December 31st, probably because my son will want to see it. And I'll be like, yeah, of course you can see it. It's great. It's fine. It's a great movie. It's I'm surprised. The dumb Pol- Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we're off of that train. No joke. T- no pun intended.
1: <gasps> I would have rather watched that movie, but I don't think it would have won the poll. So we almost did. Actually, it wasn't the poll until someone changed their mind. <laughs> um, That's me. I changed yes. it. And he had me I put Chris-, Chris. I think Christmas Story. Then I? I forget what I did. I don't know. And yeah, Crystal story know. was on the poll. Nobody cared. Nobody voted for it, really. It's so. good. It's, it's okay. it's, it's Everyone's
0: good. over that movie.
1: <laughs> yes. Me yes. It,
2: it, I'm over it as well.
1: And this is when they're singing the song, Something's Up With Jack. So, however it went. But I was annoyed with this part. I didn't like, I didn't care for this song either.
3: For for not liking this movie, you remember a lot of details. Like,
1: this <laughs> part I have no... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i take detail notes
0: you're gonna remember what the song is i, heard I don't it. know how it
3: went. proceeds to recite part of the song perfectly
1: something's up with jack something's up with jack do, 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 do. i think that's how it goes right i don't really know i just you, know that
3: yeah no you got it oh,
1: i did get it right yeah, okay yeah you got it so yeah i guess i absorb stuff pretty well i actually wasn't editing do anything i like doing during this unfortunately
2: and I just want to take this opportunity real quick to state my favorite. Everyone has their favorite character. We haven't really talked about that, but does everyone have a favorite, like, bit character? You know, obviously we all love Boogie Boogie and Jack and Sally. Who's who's everyone's favorite, like, B character or C character in this, uh, this movie? I'll go first. Good work. No. no, I you see. You know, I mean, you could have some fun. Just, just say anything. You don't have to. The officer, you.
1: I like the officer that kept getting the phone calls going. I'm sorry, the toys are, I don't know, toys are attacking people. What? I would like. That's it.
2: great. No, that's good. I take that. I mean, I, I accept that as an answer. You know,
1: would um, be an officer to answer the phone if it was nine one one. It would have been nine one one operation. know because I almost had that job. But nope. okay, you did not almost have
2: that
0: job. You failed that interview. So don't even lie to me.
1: Uh, hey, hey, no. I passed <laughs> the interview. You did not. <laughs> what about you, Tiff?
0: I don't know. Probably, I know this is going to sound stupid, but probably Zero. I just love Zero. How how he's always kind of there, but not there.
1: (laughs) Because he's a ghost. No thoughts,
3: just
0: vibes. (laughs) But I I love, and especially at the end, I guess we're skipping ahead. It's fine. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm okay with it. When it seems that Jack just suddenly realizes Zero's nose lights up. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, oh, look, you can help me. And I'm just like,
1: what? you not pay attention to your animals you live with or what? <laughs> are, are near you? Like, wow, I didn't know you could do this thing.
0: But he's still. One of
1: my- <laughs> Zero was cool. I, love I forgot about Zero. <laughs>
0: he's just like, this guy's crazy.
1: Oh, What about you, Levi?
0: My
3: favorite like background background character would absolutely have to be the little kid that's on the screen for like two seconds. That's screaming his lungs out. Well, the giant snake is just swallowing. <laughs> <right? laughs> that scene always gets me just like me all too. just panicking.
2: Hey, put yourself in the shoes of that little kid. <laughs> it's not going to be good, right? It's like how do you react to that? I love my little my favorite, and I want like a little plush or a statuette or something. The little mummy with the eye in his middle of his head, like this little <laughs> kid mummy. That he, like, yeah. put, turns the crank. It is so cute. I, it's just the cutest little thing. And I, I legit want, like, again, a little plush guy or a little statuette to put by my monitor here next to my shy guy.
1: I'm so. sure Etsy has you covered.
2: I'm sure. i sure. I know. The problem is I don't want to go on Etsy and just start buying things just out of nowhere. Just start mad spending money. That's the problem. <laughs> see? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's my thing. So, yeah. I, where also we
1: really, go, go I don't like the Boogie Boys at all. I don't like when they kidnap Santa, Sandy Claus, which is the part where we're at. I didn't, as I kind of mentioned earlier, I don't like that song. That song creeped me out. This whole scene bothered me a lot. Everything with them trying to kidnap him was just, oh, I was I, It made me want to turn off the movie. I think I checked again, like, how much longer is this? Do I have to watch this? It just, I don't know why, but it really bothered me. The singing, the wanting to murder Santa Claus, how we're going to. It just bothered me. And then they
2: bring back the Easter Bunny. <laughs> that
1: was funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, it just—it didn't like it.
2: I. Any uh, other comments? Want to can say not, about that can, song? "Come or... to Santa Claus" is not my favorite song in the in the in the book, but it's definitely it's. I mean, we're talking ama- great against amazing. It's still a really good song, and I it's it sets up things very well. It's a fun kind of break almost too, because we haven't had a song in a while. It works out well. It also sets up um, Oogie Boogie without you ever seeing him. You know, like this this ob- imposing figure
1: pretty great I, I i when i when you first see that when they throw that cage down there i thought oogie boogie was trapped down there but he's not i don't think that's just where he lit that's just his lair
2: yeah this is lair
1: okay i only know about oogie boogie he was a boss in kingdom hearts and that's all i remember i don't remember even what the fight was i just know he's in the game as a boss in the end of halloween town and he fused with the heartless that's all i got time <laughs> it's been so many years levi anything you want to comment about that part with the oogie boogie boys
3: Um, I think one thing that I do absolutely love is, like, again, and this is something that's just so fluent in this movie, or uh, not fluent, but, like, congruent, is all the detail that they went to. Like, everything that they did to show that the treehouse that they live in is really, like, it belongs to kids. It's messy, there's candy everywhere. And then all the torture devices, all the things that they hand like they, they didn't have to make that many props. Mm. They didn't have as hard as they did, but they did.
2: Yeah. 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 No, that, that's really the attention to detail in this movie is insane. It, I, it's now my wife and I, we watch it with my son again. He's watching it, just watching it. We're, we're looking at all the outside stuff. Like for example, when, when, um when the mayor is at Jack's door, you know, waiting for him to come in the next day, after the day after Halloween, yeah, there's the band, right? There's the the, the, the jazz or, oh, jazz, I guess that the, the uh, trio, <laughs> the trio is there that plays music. They're kind of hanging out by that gate. They they it it's the shot is it's, you see the mayor close up. It's a long shot. You know, you see way down at the very bottom by the gate. Those characters are still moving because like, you can see the little the musicians walk up to the gate. And as you know, the mayor's talking and trying to get Jack to come to the door, they're still moving. And I'm like, look, they're moving like. The animators did not have to do that. Like, you didn't have to do that, but they did. And that one makes it again. That's one of these things that makes this movie so lifelike and gorgeous is they went through the extra time to make those um, devices, to do those props, to make those choices. Right, right.
1: And this is also right around the time where you have them decorating the town, too. That was kind of cute when they're trying to decorate for Christmas. But it's, it's a horror Christmas because, you know, it's Halloween town.
0: Say the word properly.
1: Never. But that was kind of cute. It made me smile for a second and as the
2: audience and as the audience we can tell right away like this is not going to this is not going to work out
1: (laughs) I also liked it when Sally gets the assignment to make the costume for him she's trying to tell him like this is not he's like no I want it just like this but she's like it's not going to work oh yes it will and he's he's just ignoring everything she has to say that I I felt how she felt. I'm like, yeah, I tell this pe- movie, I don't like it and it just keeps going. I don't get it, but it was just cute. It was just very, it was very cute. I really liked Sally and her at her relationship with Jack. I thought was very cute and how, you know, she was kind of a fish out of, well, he, not really a fish out of water. It's the wrong term. I want to use, but just very like naive to life since she was just created born. Essentially. I, I, I really liked their interaction together because they're all like Bill said earlier. They're all eternal beings.
2: Hey, they're all eternals.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, well, I haven't seen that movie. Yet, uh, I don't probably. know. I wouldn't call her naive. I I wouldn't call her naive. I'd call her different from everybody else in that she actually has an emotional temperature to her. Like she 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 understands. She's she's actually seeing what what nobody else is seeing here. Again, the people in town are just saying doing what Jack tells them to do. Jack has never had a failure before. Think about it. He's the he's the Pumpkin King. Like he rules Halloween. He is my my son has it. Daddy, is Jack Skellington the king of Halloween? And like, no, he's not the king of Halloween. They have an elected official who's not very <laughs> good. You know, there so it is a democracy of some sort. He, he's like the celebrity. And that's what he is. He's like this, he's the celebrity, right? He's and he's never had a failure. And this is going to be a failure. Like, this is be his first big, big, big problem. And she knows it. She's like, I just know this is not going to be good. But he's blinded by his ambitions. And blinded by his zeal to do this new thing that he's super stoked about, he's not taking anybody else's input into account. He's just blind. And that's it's at the like end, point. he realizes it too. And he says he, right, Leslie, he's like, you know, my dearest friend, you know, and, and which I can't actually maybe cry because I love that long. Well, this ending scene is so good. Yeah. So I, that's yeah. that's how I, I wouldn't say naive. I would I would probably say if anything, she's got the most emotional temperature going. Okay.
1: That that makes more sense. I you worded it better than I did. And this is when you also you see the doctors making the reindeer because of course you have to have reindeers like Santa, but his reindeer are all skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool for some reason. I'm like, okay, I like this. I did actually. That but didn't you bother didn't me. Like
0: anything else?
1: Not much. No. <laughs> I like Zero. I thought Zero was cute. I just forgot. Zero's Apparently, a, I wiped it from my memory. Zero's a door. He's right. my Right. I was okay with Jack Skellington.
0: We're gonna get another cat and name him Zero.
1: We got enough cats. No,
0: we're going to get enough <laughs>
1: And then you have at one point you see the sign is supposed to be for Halloween, but they changed it and wrote till Christmas and like one day till Christmas. I like I thought that was kind of cute, too. And then I, I didn't realize, but that's when they think they finally. Yeah, that's when they finally kidnapped Santa's right before yep. Christmas. It took them all that time. Like, because you see that you see different scenes where it's shows all, oh, you know, 20 days till Christmas, 30 some days till Christmas. It took them all that time to finally go get them. You think they would have been faster at it.
0: Santa's busy this time of year. Okay,
1: that's why because I, I thought he kidnapped <laughs> Santa right away when he comes in with a big sack of toys. I didn't realize later. Oh, he didn't kidnap Santa yet. <laughs> yet,
0: yeah,
3: I mean, to be fair, to be fair, he left the job in the hands of three candy fill or candy fueled
2: children. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and the sad thing is, there was nobody else in like his in the, in the town that could have possibly done this. Like you could have told the vampire. I guess not the vampires. They would have melted in the sun. Yeah, that that was the best. His best option, I guess, was still
1: to, vampires. Don't melt in the sun; they just shine like crystals.
2: They sparkle. I, I don't. I don't know what that means. Okay, you don't. Uh,
1: that's okay. Not, I'll change that someday. Don't worry.
2: No, Twilight that is know. not. No, if this, if that's a Twilight reference, it is. And I'm. The thing is now. Hey, we're gonna watch the Twilight movies. Yeah, we
0: are. Um, Let's do it. Come on, Bell. We can do it. You too, Levi. Let's do this. Yes, I'll go for <laughs> it. <They're laughs> <all> on <laughs> Netflix because they're terrible.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I've never seen a Twilight movie. I, I know Robert Pattinson's actually an we excellent actor. To, despite we need fact. to put
3: a V on your head for like Virgin, like when they do when somebody goes in a Rocky Horror
2: the first time. I made that reference to my wife today when I'm like, I think Mike's never seen this movie. I'm like, <laughs> I think we have to make, put a V on his head, like as if you've never seen Rocky Horror picture at a midnight showing. My wife has been to many, 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 many midnight showings of Rocky Horror. She can recite the whole because they change all the wearers and all the things. It's a thing in case you don't I've never seen it either. Yeah, what? I,
0: that's it. We are getting a oh, divorce. Gosh. What's wrong with you? <laughs> How can <laughs> you not see Rocky tour picture show? I've never, I've, never
2: gone to a min- I've never gone to a midnight showing where they do all the, 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 the you know, change I, the words and the, the acting out. I've
0: done that, but I've at least watched the movie more than once.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But this is also when <laughs> so you. <funny. laughs> Sorry. It was just so funny that Levi had the exact same <laughs> reference I had 12 hours ago. Just just saying.
1: And this is when Jack ends up seeing Santa and he takes Santa's hat and he has like some comment to him where he and he shoves him back in the bag after he takes it out. He's like, something's missing. Oh, your hat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand. Like he he doesn't like he doesn't tell the Oogie Boogie boys what to do with Santa. They're like, oh, hey, let's go throw Santa down a hold
2: and to our master. Oogie Boogie. He, he tells them, treat him nicely. Keep him comfortable. Treat him nicely. He does not tell them, bring it to the giant burlap sack monster who lives in the giant basement lair. With all the medieval torture devices he didn't say that he, he said treat him nicely <laughs>
0: he didn't tell him not to do
3: that again well, then, like I, a, sorry right. oh, like i said earlier about jack very very sweet but a dumb whore <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, mean, I can't even remember the next song this is when you get the boogie boogie song I can't even remember how it goes at all. I ha- I don't like Oogie Boogie. I didn't like him singing. I didn't like the scene with him talking to Santa and the toys, almost killing him. Yeah, I was Fun, not
2: happy. Yeah, fun-ish fact, um, the song that's actually in the movie, if you listen to the soundtrack, there's an extra verse in there that's not in the film. So if you want the full Oogie Boogie song experience, you have to listen to the soundtrack. I actually prefer the film version. I don't think the extra verse adds much, That's so just me. They just probably didn't want to animate it because it'd be like an extra month and a half to animate, you know, four lines of song. So they probably just cut it for time and for context. Ah, so good. Again, I I don't know. I don't even want to go on and on about Oogie Boogie because he's just the best. So great. <laughs>
3: The reason why I'm sad that they cut the few minute, the like few lines of music Mm -hmm. through like the special features on a like a nice edition of Nightmare Before Christmas, you Mm -hmm. find out this was supposed to involve the bugs coming out and doing can can dancing on his arms Mm -hmm. under like the wall of it. That would have been really cool to see. That's the only reason that it got cut.
2: That's a bummer.
0: Would have taken like two extra. Moments.
1: And then the movie comes out in 1994 instead.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. No, that's that. That would be really cool to see, actually. Oh man, Bugs doing a can can on Oogie Boogie's arm. Yes, please. I'm super here for that. That's great.
1: <laughs> At least now um, you know why it was canceled or, or cut.
2: Yes. Yeah, so anyone want to try singing Oogie Boogie song? Anyone? Because it's, it's. I even just
1: played it, and I I got nothing. Nah,
2: I'm not. We're not I'm not going to do it because Oogie. That's actually a really hard hard song to sing. It's a. I, I've tried. I try every day when I try my go to school. <laughs> Until he tells me, Daddy, stop singing. I want to hear the song. Yeah. (laughs) Tells you, stop singing, Daddy. Okay.
1: My son does the same thing with certain things. He'll be like, No singing.
0: (laughs) Mostly with me. I'm not going to lie. I'll be singing. He'll be like, You're all done now. Okay.
1: Sorry. (laughs) It's funny. Thank you. And like when I did kind of get a kick out of the sleigh where the sleigh that Jack had has a coffin on it (laughs) and like a giant, you know, he tried to make his. Halloween version of the Christmas sleigh from Santa, or Sandy Claus as they call him in this
0: Sandy movie. Clause, I like,
1: <laughs> and it's just a really, like, horrifying-looking sleigh, and I, it was cute how Sally tries to stop him because she knows it's a mistake, so she puts something in to make the fog, and this is, what like we were saying earlier, this is when he finally figures out that Zero is Rudolph,
2: and he's like, oh, will not you light my sleigh tonight? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because she puts the, uh, the fog juice.
1: Yeah. Oh, it literally said fog juice, didn't it, on the bottle? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: it just yeah. says fog, 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 something, yeah. And then Sal,
1: said. I have in my note,
2: Sally Sings, but
1: I don't even remember what the song was or anything about it, whatever happened right here.
2: Uh, Sally's song, Sally's song is so good. It's so just super emotional. Like, this is just, oof. Like, this is, I don't know, this seems just very emotional. On the soundtrack, Fiona Apple does a version of it, if you listen to the Deluxe Edition soundtrack, and it's actually gorgeous. It's It's really fantastic.
1: Anything commently? Wait, what? Anything you want to comment about Sally's song or this part?
3: I think one of the things that I liked about this film, some people might not have liked it, but the fact that they didn't try to make Sally's voice different with her singing, but they allowed her to sound a lot like her character. So like it wasn't it wasn't spruced up, but it sounded very natural and very normal, not perfect. Nice little touch, just making it sound like her and not worry about it being like some big perfect production. It comes more emotional that way. It
2: seems very in the scene. I, I think. Yeah. Is, yeah. And and uh, Catherine O'Hara does the singing too. She, because she's got a great voice as well. So she does all of her uh, performance. And uh, it's just such a beautiful song. And it's quick. It's like a minute and change. Like it's a short, short song, but it really just is melancholy and just, wow, just really, it's got a lot of, there's a lot of emotions in there, you know, that I, I think it's really, really touching and sad. As a kid, I was, I never liked it. It was like, this is the boring part. he like, has got emotions. I don't, wanna, I don't want that. Right. Fun fact about the music, because um, in, this tw- 20, in uh, 2006, they reissued the soundtrack and uh, Fiona Apple, the Sally song, it's beautiful. It's not beautiful as Marilyn Manson doing This Is Halloween. It's not good. Not good, y'all. Neither is uh, Fallout Boy doing what's this? Not good, <laughs> really not good. You
1: have my attention with Fallout Boy for some for uh, some reason, but you <laughs> just like got my attention. No. Hey,
0: my attention. No, he had my attention with uh, Marilyn Manson.
1: I like Fallout Boy at least I did at one point, but that was before my love of Taylor Swift started.
0: I know uh,
3: this year Weird Al and a couple of people actually ganged up to do a cover of um, "Kidnap the Sandy Claws." Oh, that's
2: right. I saw that. Didn't, uh, and didn't Billie Eilish do Sally Song or something or anything? I, I a- think so. I don't remember. Yeah, I think she did like Sally Song or one of them. And yeah, that had been pretty great. Well, if you're like Taylor Swift uh, on that same record, Panic at the Disco <laughs> does This Is Halloween, another version. And I don't know if it's good or not. I haven't listened to it in a while.
1: Okay. I, oh, and the thing you're talking about is Weird Al, Paul Rubens, and Danny Elfman. Yes, I think so. I found it uh, on YouTube. I might have to check this out later. Paul yeah. Rubens. Ben's? paul Ruman, that's Pee Wee herman right yeah yeah
3: okay. he he also voiced lock the little demon boy that's that was in the original song
1: so yeah now i, I has my attention i like weird owl a lot
2: yeah. i adore th- thank you now, you know what you know what james you like weird Al? it's cool it's good i'm back i'm back with you <laughs> yes. i'm back with you. we can we can remain on the same show hands in hand well, hand in I hand st- in concert also so yeah. i've seen him multiple times in concert he's great love weird owl yeah, that was good. And and this is
1: where the movie becomes a horror movie, in my opinion. This is when all the murder starts, because as we don't see. <laughs> That's when all the murder starts. <laughs> they're eternal, so it's okay. They're not actually, they're just horror. But like when he takes and, and you have Jack start delivering presents. And like one, one scene, you have a kid holding a severed head. You know, like, at, you know, because throughout the scene, you have part where you have people calling the police. and it's like, you know, kids are getting murdered by some of these it's toys.
0: everything straight out of Beetlejuice.
1: And I'm sure people like, died in that, little, too. Wor- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, a juice baby. Okay.
1: you See? Horror <laughs> movie. Alert,
0: alert.
1: Horror movie. <laughs> like, I mean, can you imagine? Hey, look at my stocking. You pull out a severed head. I'd be screaming, too.
0: I'm pretty sure
1: that's from Probably. <laughs> yeah, but, like, like we we talked about the snake eating the Christmas tree. You know <laughs> that snake ate the kid next. <laughs> <laughs> that's how this goes.
3: One of my favorite little things that I always like to joke about is the one scene where, like, the kid pulls the severed, shrunken head out of a box. And his parents are like, well, what did Santa bring you, honey? That kid's head full on does an exorcist and twists around (laughs) the back. And so now I'm having to wonder, were they screaming about the head or were they screaming about the other head that just (laughs) whoop?
2: That's so good. (laughs) That would have
3: alarmed me, too.
4: <laughs>
2: the, p- the timing, the pacing of that whole scene, that's a great encapsulation of this whole part where he's delivering the Christmas gifts. Is again, it's the, t- the pa- pacing of it is so good. He turns, pulls the head, ah, scream, and now you know it's just bananas. There's all just chaos is going on. Well, Jack, again, just having the blast. Everyone's having a great day. They're screaming. That's a good thing in his world, in his brain. Not brain, skull. Thank you. <laughs> in his skull, that's a good thing. Screamings screams are good. Screams are fun. And remember, in the beginning part of that in the movie, when they're talking, when they're singing through "This is Halloween," one of the lines is, "It's our job, but we're not mean in this town of Halloween." They're basically saying we're not being mean. We're not trying to be like villainous, scary creature people. We're just trying to scare you because scares are fun. It is fun to be scared by things that are really not going to hurt you. And, and that's why he hears that. And He's like. They're screaming. They're enjoying themselves. That's fun because that's again that's how his skull is wired. So all this is good.
1: (laughs) Like when the parents call the police, that I did laugh at that, where the officer is just like, "What? We had two calls about toys attacking kids and stuff." And then you see a scene, everybody locking the fireplaces (laughs) because they're trying to stop him, and they're
2: starting fires and stuff. That was cool. That's good. Um, Yeah, it's like the fires are going to stop this. He's already dead, (laughs) y'all. He's already dead. (laughs) He lit himself in fire 10 minutes ago. Okay,
1: <laughs> And then when you see them go, like they call the military and they're trying to shoot them out of the sky. And I like how those are like old, old flat cannons they're using to shoot them. Like those are like World War II style flat cannons yeah. or World War I. I yeah. Something like that. They're very old style. And that, that amused me a lot. Because as I've said before in the show, I'm history. I love history. So when I see something like that, I'm like, okay, this is, I want to say did, they did look like World War One style a lot. Maybe it's two. I can't remember my flat cannons.
3: You know something, that actually brings up an interesting point. I'm not sure exactly what time period uh, Nightmare Before Christmas takes place in. Because like we know it, it's late enough that they have electricity, they have... Uh, oh, shoot, what's the name of the uh, older style phone? The, all that my brain can think of is flip phone, I'm, I swear... I, the rotary phone? Uh, yes, thank you. I swear I'm not that much of a millennial. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we actually don't know exactly what time period this movie took place.
2: I think it's just like now-ish. I think they it is probably purposely just because again everything that takes place on Earth, I guess or on like in the quote unquote real world we'll just call it that is very generic. I mean mm. what what's you know what town in this country nowadays has like you know a sergeant at a desk with a bunch a couple of rotary phones like you said you know it's I think it's just meant to be like now ish. And then and and try it, probably purposely timeless, you know. Yeah, But you're right. And I, I they don't really specify time period. I don't think in this at all.
1: No, I mean it does have like that 1950s feel to it. I would yeah, it's say. got a 50s 50s to it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, those cannons are like 1940s. <laughs> but the phone what
0: about the cannons.
1: I like the cannons.
0: I know you like the can.
2: That's the only part you liked in the this movie. There were a couple parts. There just weren't <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Zero. The flat cannons, and when it was over. Those <laughs> 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 That's a triumvirate of of uh, Mike Alperton's success and joy here. In I really
1: like the cannons. I mean, it was. In, well, I also liked when he got shot out of the sky too. I got happy. You thought it was over? <laughs> I was. I why? Well, I, I knew it wasn't yet because I could check Disney Plus and it told me how long I had still. But I I was happy. Good. They stopped the villain. They stopped him. Good job, movie. That's how I felt. So it was, it was. There's a scene too where one kid sees him, sees him as dressed as Santa Claus, and they're like, Santa Claus? And, and it's, you know, he's not Santa Claus. It was funny to me.
2: I really like the wreath that just uh, that animates immediately. I just, I just think yes. it's really I need a wreath that does that, that just motorized wreath that just turns into a monster. I want that very badly right and now. There,
1: there was a scene, another, speaking of another scene I like, is right after this. It jumps back to Sally. So Oogie Boogie is going to kill Santa Claus, and he ties him up, and he's about to lower him, and he's about to do something to him. And Sant Sally tricks him with her leg. Like she has, she took off her leg and has her leg animated. He's like, "Oh, look, a pretty, a pretty female leg." And I that did amuse me and made me laugh when you find out she's just tricking him and she's actually over somewhere else trying to help, you know, Santa Claus escape. <laughs> I really like that.
2: It's clever. It's clever. <laughs> he gets all amorous. goo Gucci goo. listen
3: that that was a that whole scene of seeing him just like getting really into tickling the foot i was like oh make some images in my head and make me think about some things that i don't need to be thinking about that (laughs) might make me (laughs) much
2: i I wonder if quentin tarantino directed this scene uh, (laughs) I
1: scene. Uh, i wish it
2: was original damn it okay there's going to be something up on Rule Thirty Four. <laughs> That's the scariest <laughs> thing I'm going to be thinking about. Ew, no, 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 no! Don't say those words. People actually look it up. No, oh, thank you. No, I. Ooh, hmm, not as fun as him anymore, is it? <laughs> That's a,
1: Jack gets shot down. You have him singing on the statue. I think this is when you were talking oh. about where he's realizing that he made
2: a mistake. Oh, I think I love this so much. I love the scene, Levi. I'll let you. I'll let you leave this. And Tiff, you want to pop into? Feel free.
3: I honestly, I. I don't know. It's it's hard to put how I feel about this scene. Other than the fact that I think at this point in the film, when I was rewatching it, I think that's when it started to click with me that Jack probably has some sort of a mental illness. (laughs) The downs, but I really like a lot of the, again, the background detail. A lot of it reminds me so much of Beetlejuice. It's caused some people to wonder if it takes place in the same universe, Hmm. but that's not, but Hmm. A, a lot of the anime, especially like with his ripped clothes, all the animation of his ripped clothes flinging around, is moving it like that must have taken ages. Mm. The the amount was just impressive.
2: Just the patience required for that. I ever and everything has to line up. If you mess up one thing, you got to redo all of it. I can't imagine. It, yeah. God forbid,
3: I, you, God forbid you sneeze when you're adjusting
2: something. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just. Just to to have that kind of patience and that foresight, like to know this is how this piece of fabric hanging from this angle is going to happen in this millisecond later, like how it's going to react to this. And just being so cognizant of that is, I I don't know. I look at it without, I stop watching a movie and just look at that animation. And I go, how does that happen? Like the last time I was watching this with that, the group of people, one of my neighbors is a, is an animator. He actually works in games. He's a contractor who works in video games. He does character models and animation. And like, can you even imagine? He goes, I can't even. He's like, they did this without <laughs> tools. They did this without he's a, they did this without tools. They just did this with clay. Like they didn't have the stuff we have now. He's like, you know, I can make that happen in 10 minutes now. You know, I have a tool that does that. But he's yeah. like, Yeah, it's it's incredibly impressive. Tiff, were you gonna say something? Oh, I just so for me, I just love the just all that pathos, just this realization of I have screwed everything up and what do I do? And and this may be me. Like last night I saw a West Side story. So I'm all musicals <laughs> up now. Like I am just all just a flutter with musicals. Another and it's great by Mike the way. You like wait, sorry, say Tiff. Another movie Mike
0: has
2: not seen. Nope. Um, you uh, the 61 version's great. This is better, I think. I think it's an actual movie. So it's I'm not getting I'm not gonna get into a West Side story conversation. We're not doing that. What's that?
0: <laughs> so sorry.
2: That was okay. She's a I, drunk I, recommend still. It. I am I, not,
0: leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> My head just
2: turns out shit. <laughs> oh <So laughs> right? Yeah, Sorry?
4: she's fine.
1: She just the cat that she had on her lap did not appreciate her tone rising, so the cat <laughs> left
2: and took the headphones with her. As cats as cats are wont to do. No, just can... the, oh cool. Okay. So just, just just the beauty of it. And it's just so gothic, right, in a way and dramatic and how he's pr- he's prone on this headstone and singing this gorgeous, gorgeous song and realizing, hey, you know what? I did something, and having that turn in a musical, again, it's its again—it's very musical theater, having that emotional turn in that song is so great, because it, it, it really helps just amplifies the his realization you know what, I did something great I tried, it failed but you know what, uh oh but a lot of things are ruined right now and we need to see if we can make it right, so I think it's a great turning point and really just winds up beautiful for the final act of the, uh, the movie. Way to put it, and this is when you have him
1: run back to find Santa, and he, so I forget. How does he know Santa's where Oogie Boogie is? Or does he just kind of figured it out? Say, so what's that? Because like he knows where to find Santa. He knows to go to Oogie Boogie's dungeon place.
2: He, it's not really clear in the film how he comes across it. He's just kind of running towards. He's running towards, and he hears Sally. I think he hears okay. Sally, and then he realizes, oh, she's she's been caught by Oogie Boogie. Um, I suspect it's a little bit of the movie just trying to movie and, and get get be done. <laughs> right. Quite but fair. I yeah, but I, it's it's fine. It's, it's a little devicey, but it's fine. He yeah, but he, he hears Sally and then those two. buddies. Okay. I the laugh together yeah.
1: again when you have Oogie Boogie he has them both on a on like a little turntable Santa and Sally and he rolling dice to see how many little clicks he'll do before he drops them in the lava. It made me think a double seven made me think a Goldfinger. Or,
2: he
0: gets snake eyes almost
1: every time. I don't remember. He gets snake eyes at one point, and then he turns the numbers. I know
2: that. Yeah. Stomps it. I like the fact that he's a degenerate gambler who cheats even when he's gambling against nobody. <laughs> 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 he can't. He can't lose even if it's his own game. Like it's not like you are the house, sir. Like you. You don't have to.
1: <laughs> I mean, either way, they were gonna die. Not like you were gonna just stop rolling the die or something.
2: Right. Exactly. I guess.
1: He's to die is, faster.
0: He just wanted him to die faster. Oh, that was cheerful.
1: Well, that's, that's a horror movie.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. This movie's terrifying.
2: This movie t- terrified kids. It must have.
0: No, it only terrified baby Mike. It and did.
2: Well, I was Mike thirteen. Was like I wasn't. I was thirteen, and I was I was a bit of a wimp. Let's be honest. I I have very sensitive sensibilities as a kid. I was not scared. I remember just being like blown away and just really enthralled. My son and I think Levi, you said you were eight and you were not scared. Yeah.
3: No, I wasn't scared at all. I that started my whole obsession with everything spooky and scary. And now I'm working on being a body
2: horror author. So I guess that did something for me. Ooh, that sounds awesome. And I was 34
1: and it scared me, so I got
2: nothing. You
0: got, yeah. and
2: my son was five and he was fine. So maybe
0: you need to go <laughs> have a chat with Bill's son.
2: Okay. Yeah, well, he's asleep I right now, but I wow. set that up. Like, well, did you find Nightmare First is scary? And he'll be, he'll put on brave faces and so But even today, like I was watching him, I was watching him watch it, and he's he's got his you know he's up to his chest and his hands close to his mouth, and he's like wide eyed. So he's scared, but it's fun scared. It's not like, oh, God, I'm going to have a nightmare later, which he would if he was super scared, which is good. That's terrified. what this film does. It's fun. It's like,
1: like, do you remember what year they re-released Return of the Jedi in theaters? The
2: re-release? Oh, I'm gonna say like, I don't know. It was 90s? in the.
1: Yeah, it was in the 90s because my friend had gotten tickets and for his birthday and we all went there and I had already. I, I want to say I saw Return of the Jedi, but I was scared of, the, of movies and theaters. And when they had the scene with the raincore, I had to leave the theater and wait outside till it was over.
2: <laughs> it was ninety seven. It was ninety seven. It. it was ninety seven. Okay. Was the re release? So I was that ten, out. and I was scared to see that part. And I had. Oh, to We've leave. all been there. We we've all been
1: there with I movies. Just don't like. Okay. I, I always had uh, an no, issue with theaters.
0: No, don't try to sweep us <laughs> Don't do that.
1: I actually got terrified of movies because of the movie Phantom.
0: Phantom.
1: That's not Phantom. a horror movie, by the way.
0: It was a.
2: It's like a movie that. Theater? Yeah, Phantom. sort of. The Billy yeah. Zane is that the Billy Zane Phantom? I think so. Yes.
0: Billy Zane? Yes. Now
1: you caught my attention. <laughs> I, because I had a fr- I, that's what started my whole fear of movies was the Phantom from 1990, from ni- 1996. Because my friend, I, I for some reason I would, I, I would have been like nine at this time, and my friend, we went to go see it with my friend who was older than me. It's Billy Zane. And he, he said so, and he got me all scared of movies. So that's the movie that did it. Because I so... saw the guy. Get his eyes popped out I don't by a know binocular I or something.
2: So the the asshole from Titanic, who yeah. plays a purple coat, purple jumpsuited superhero in a 1996 superhero movie called The Phantom, made you afraid of films forever
1: for a long time. Yes. Okay. Okay.
2: All right. That okay. So make sure I just want to make sure I have I, I had the had the lineage down. So, um. but I
1: won't watch more movies in theaters. Like I really want to see that new Resident Evil movie, but I'm not going to go see it in theaters. Why not? Could one because we still haven't seen Eternals yet in theaters because you won't go with me. Fuck
0: Eternals. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> <with you. laughs>
1: it's okay. It comes on, it comes on Disney Plus next month, so I oh, might not. Good.
0: You can watch it all by your damn self. <laughs> I will.
1: I will. It's not good. It's not good. Hey,
0: hey, see? Now. Uh, Angelina Jolie <laughs> just ruined it for me. I have no idea why. That's legit the reason I don't want to watch it. It's because of her.
1: I don't know why. Okay. So back to Nightmare Before Christmas. This is when you have Jack rescues them, and I I did, this was kind of cool, like, and I, so this is what, like, Oogie Boogie, this is when he he rips off his cloak, and you find out Oogie Boogie's a bunch of bugs, which I was like, okay, that Funko Pop finally makes sense now, so I had a a a revelation right there when I saw that, (laughs) I finally understood that scene, and I was thinking to myself, in Kingdom Hearts, he doesn't, he's he's not like that in Kingdom Hearts, I'm pretty sure, it's been... Like 20 years, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't like that in Kingdom Hearts. And then he falls He falls in the lava and he dies. I was happy.
0: And you were.
2: What well, meant the movie was almost over?
0: Oh, my Lord.
2: And that's when Santa says, Bumpy sleigh ride, Jack. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good line. Even Santa's
1: terrifying in this movie, too.
2: He is a little weird looking. Not gonna, he is He is a little weird looking. Yeah, he yeah. is.
0: Were we eating Chinese when I said this? I think so. It, like when he tips upside down, I was like, oh, look, he looks like a dumpling underneath.
1: Yes, he did. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: that's <really> good. <laughs> he looks like a delicious dumpling.
4: He looks like a dumpling.
2: <laughs> and she had no alcohol at this point either. Had
4: no alcohol at that point. That's
2: good. That's a very funny line. I uh, had beer while watching this movie because I needed it to get through the movie. But hey. I don't understand you sometimes, Mister Mike Alberton I really don't. <laughs> uh, that's all that matters. I know. I know. <laughs> you're, you're a good egg. I'll, I'll never. <laughs> you are a good egg. Uh, Levi, what'd you think about the uh, this final moment, especially with all the bi- visually too, I think it's really cuz it's a lot of that um black light and everything else going on. What'd you think about it?
3: I I loved a lot of the scene, especially when like they show just how decked out and weaponized his entire <laughs> kind of I guess we could call it a man cave. Is. <laughs> um, and I I like how also we get to see like little bits of his personality throughout this fight, like the fact that he was like so proud of setting his like little like jackpot shooters on Jack that he didn't realize that he was getting close to them too, (laughs) and then the panicked run when you can tell he definitely doesn't run a lot. I've been there. (laughs) Uh, Another little thing that I noticed while watching this scene earlier that now is going to bug me pun intended is that when all the like when the like the bladed card faces come up i was expecting them to be all different suits of cards but they're all only um kings of spades
2: weird that (laughs) has to be an intentional choice i wonder why
3: i maybe it's his favorite card i don't know maybe Maybe that's like trivia
2: maybe the animators didn't want to make more than one (laughs) if <laughs> I make, make one clay thing and just stamp it a bunch of times. I don't know. That's an interest. That had to be an intentional choice. I'm curious why. Huh. I don't know. Knows that. Hmm. Interesting. Needs to know.
1: And then that's you have the 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 victim of the story. Santa goes back, delivers all the toys. <laughs> and He takes back all the haunted toys. And maybe he gives them money for the people that has lost their kid because they were killed by toys. Who knows? <laughs> but hey, that, it was the best part. He saved the day. Santa, the true hero of this movie.
2: Nobody was in. No one was in dire. That one was in physical harm. I don't you think, think that
1: difficulty. snake stopped
2: at the tree. I yes. don't, I'm sure the snake just stopped at the tree and then <laughs> burped a little bit. A little ornament popped out and it was fine. And then they befriended the snake and th- realized, you know what, this snake is kind of awesome, much better than a dumb Christmas tree. And then they just kept him <laughs> as a family pet for the next 20 years. I don't think, again, that's why I think this movie is not a horror movie because there, there's no threat of physical violence or injury, it's spooky. there's no ever, no one's going to get hurt by any of this stuff. It's, you know, it's just silly. It's going to be a scaring. The the toys are there to scare the kids. That's what they're there to do, right?
0: (laughs) Getting toys like that.
2: (laughs) That's because you're deranged, baby.
0: Excuse you. You married me. I know. I know.
2: (laughs) But anyway. Yeah, I don't don't think there's any uh, ill intent by any of this except to scare kids. But Santa Claus saves the day. They, you know, give all these those fun, horrible gifts. And return and just give them boring gifts. Except one kid gets a puppy, I think, which is good.
4: Yeah, he does.
3: I'm I honest. um, those parents did not have a good night. I thought no, that was <laughs> they did not.
0: There <laughs> was like an extreme swap out. Like he had, he had something. I can't remember what he. It's
1: probably what he wanted on his list. He probably wanted a puppy.
0: But I was like.
1: He probably went to Gimble's, sat on Santa's lap, and asked him for a puppy.
0: <laughs> Gimble's, you're stupid.
3: <laughs> Just the the poor parents having to be like, oh, okay, he got the shrunken
2: head taken away, and he's got a dog. Great. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> hey, hon, can you check the rental agreement? Because I don't think we're allowed to have pets in this house. We we may have to we have to move the dog that the parents know
3: he's going to enjoy for like two weeks and then they have to take care of it for like eight.
2: 10 years <laughs> the 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 father one of the parents is like you're like oh so little johnny got a dog no 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 we got a dog you and yeah. i <laughs> you and i got a dog now that's how this works my son my son wants a wants a goldfish we unfortunately we had a our uh, our dog passed a few weeks ago and used our dog for 15 years Mr. Ming's poor one out for Mr. Ming he was a good boy so ever since then Will has wanted a uh, a pet he's been saying this for a while but we were like you know Mingos you can have a pet so he wants a goldfish in the worst possible way now goldfish you think ah oh, that's good goldfish yeah okay goldfish my aunt, my sister is a zookeeper and she is she was worked for a vet tech for a decade and she works in animal nutrition her thing is animals and she told me that if you properly care for a goldfish, they can live to be 20 years old and grow to be a foot and a half long. <laughs> so if I get a goldfish for my son, it's going to be our goldfish because it's there's it no way we can just stick them in a little tank and call it a day. No, there needs to be a big tank. You have to treat the water. There's certain food it requires, certain temperature, certain lighting. You got to read to it. I don't know. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I was given this instructions over a half an hour phone call with my sister. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. So he wants a goldfish, and so that's why when you when you said that it really brought to my brain. No, 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 no. It'd be our goldfish. It's not his. <laughs> you get, to, you get to look at it. So, yeah, I feel I feel that very much. So from that. And
1: this is when you have them all singing Jack is back in Hall in Halloween Town, and it starts snowing for the first time, which was kind of cute that they're having snow in this town, even though snow is terrible, and they should not be wishing for it because you have to shovel, and your car doesn't move, in your car maybe gets stuck when you go to get Chinese that day. You know, you never know. Okay. No comment. I'm not speaking from what happened to me yesterday when I decided to go drive in 18 inches of snow to go get food. No, that's
2: not what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I moved, but, got, got moved to Texas. It was 72 degrees yesterday. Lovely. Yeah, but you <laughs> have, things, don't you have fire
1: ants in Texas.
2: And it's also Texas. Let's be honest. I'm not from here, so I don't have to say this place is great. There's a lot of, a lot of shitty things I, I, in Texas.
1: I, I, Texas <laughs> would not like me either.
2: No, Texas <laughs> doesn't like... I live in Austin. I live in Austin. So that's... I live in the... Safe, the safe, a safe area <laughs> of, the, of, the, of the hell that is Texas. <laughs> well, anywhere no.
1: that has fire ants, I will take the snow over ants that want to murder me. Fire ants. Yes, they do. They just really fire ants are the devil. You ever <laughs> seen you can... fire ants? When I was a little kid, I was down in Georgia and I stepped on a bunch of fire ants barefoot one time. And I will never forget the screaming that, it, that came after that. So, no, well, I mean, that,
3: that just sounds like operator error, not yeah, the fire ants. Put
0: your shoes on.
1: Because
3: <laughs> oh no, they'll go they'll go through your shoes.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, but why
0: were you stepping
1: on anthills? It, well, I was stepping on anthills. I was trying to walk somewhere and I didn't notice them by accident. Yeah. I noticed them after that. It's no, if you
3: defense mechanism. I know. If fun you want to go, if you want to see some scary stuff like worse than fire ants, come to Florida. We're discount Australia. Everything wants to kill discount you
4: here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Florida's another state where at one time I wanted to go, but I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I like the state where only they can kill me is a black widow if I happen to go run in the woods somewhere in northern Minnesota, if I can even find one. I'm good. Like, I was in Georgia before, and I saw black widows, and I'm like, you know what? I'm good.
3: I'm good. Listen, I, I, I there was, like, a little kid in a park here recently, and the parents had just moved to Florida, and they were like, just remember, honey, if you see an alligator, climb a tree. And I was like, oh, you're not safe there. They will climb up after
2: you. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Oh, no?
3: yeah. They can run up to 30 miles an hour and they'll come after you they will climb
2: i would have taken that advice i would have been dead i have no idea huh okay i know i'm not the florida i've spent some time in florida that has been many many years wow are we gonna get off into a florida tangent i always i, I describe orlando i was in orlando a few about well, a couple years ago we know we we used to go places huh, for work i was i went there and it was like super touristy part of orlando you know and I realized that Orlando is what the aliens would create for us if they put us in pods, and what they thought we wanted to be comfortable and happy. They would look at our society, and they would take, take everything we have, and they would create for us Orlando, nice weather, palm beaches, palm trees, chain restaurants. You know, bad, you know, corporate reggae music playing. From that's what they would create for us to make us uh, safe and happy in our pods. They would create for us Orlando. That's what. That's what I said. That's my joke that that landed nowhere that that literally got a zero.
1: I just I used to want to go to Florida, but I don't like things that can, that bugs and animals that can kill me. I'm I'm good. So I'll stay in the cold. Anyway, and this is when you have Jack singing to Sally. This is a this is a sweet ending to the movie where he's finally on that hill again from the cover of the of the box art. And he was there in the early movie like it had a sweet ending where he's reunited with Sally. And then the end came up and I was happy.
2: Oh, this is beautiful. I just love that. And it's that realization. It's the point now when they kiss my son who doesn't like anything emotionally, He goes, yeah. And then, I, of course, I do the same thing with them just to egg him on. Like,
4: oh,
1: no. I don't really egg
2: him on. I talked to you when we covered Thor.
1: I think it's just in your blood, too. <laughs> What's that? Just when people kiss in a movie, if it's unearned, oh. you're very.
2: <laughs> no, but that's earned, though. Their relationship was very earned. I think that they're you never
1: not make that Thor joke. I know. you might not hear to hear it, but I will never not make that joke. I know.
2: It. It's such a beautiful ending. It's just it has so much weight, and it's big. The whole last part of this movie is a big exhale, right? There, everyone's enjoying. You know, they're playing hockey with the pumpkins, and they're making mm-hmm. snow angels and whatever else they're doing. I know and I- yeah, and and it's 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 just this beautiful, and it's it's that it's got that reiteration that the the ending of that the ending um that song. It's already been played before. It's kind of reiterating that other piece. And it's, man, my dearest friend, if you don't mind, I, my dearest friend, if you don't mind, I'd like to sit stand behind your side. It's just so gorgeous. And I can't even, it makes me me, me teary every time. It's it's 50 times. It makes me teary. What do you guys think? I think, like, the way
3: that Jack and Sally's relationship was set up, it's one of the very few cases in Disney movies where it's mutual. it's built and they were friends first Um, another thing that i absolutely love about this uh this whole scene that was cut which would have been hilarious was the team that was originally working on this film wanted to have it where in the hockey scene with the vampires like Shooting her on the pumpkin. It was originally supposed to be a clay replica of Tim Burton's severed head, but that <laughs> what? because Disney was like, "No, no, no, <laughs> no, that's a little bit too."
2: Oh, that's funny. That would be been great. I mean, that would've be would been fun. <laughs> Mike would not have liked that. Nope. <laughs> 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 well, I can you one last little, little, little scary thing for you before we, uh, before the movie closes. It's just a wonderful moment. It's, it's, it's it closes a, a, a great. Classic, an absolute classic by almost everybody's measurement, except for <laughs> uh, Mr. Mike Albertson.
1: Oh no, it's okay. I, I'm, I'm glad that everyone had had a better take than me. I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm the only sourpuss of this group for this movie. It happens. Officially, uh, the sourpuss. Any last things you want to say about the film and the ending?
0: No, you guys kind of covered it. It is a very sweet and happy ending, but I just thought it was kind of where Jack had the aha moment like oh you've been here this whole time but i've just now realized my feelings for you
2: yeah it's 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 not recognizing what's right in front of you you know he was so blinded by his ambitions that he did not realize that he had somebody he cared for and someone who cared about him looking out for him in a way that nobody else in that entire hollywood Holly, hollywood halloween town ever ever would and It's this really sweet thing. And even though they kiss at the end, which actually it's implied they kissed, it's not necessarily shown because it's in Zoom way out, their arms wrap around each other, and then they kind of embrace. I mean, you could say it's just a hug. I would say it's a kiss. We're not quite sure. But in the end, there is a emotional connection that he's established with Sally. And, like you said, Levi, it's very mutual. <laughs> that doesn't happen too often in, in Disney. It's <laughs> no.
3: mutual. He even in the lyrics asks her if it's okay if he joins yes. her. Like, good job boundaries. Yeah, right. <laughs> and,
2: yeah, super good job boundaries. <laughs> yeah. And that's what makes it so sweet, too. I, I think that's what lends to that how heartfelt and and kind, you know. And, and that's right. Yeah, just really great, man. Really good. Mm. <laughs>
1: Any last things you want to say about the movie before we go to shelf stacker box? Um, I think one thing to
3: add is if anybody wants like a tiny little bit extra, if he gets the nightmare before one track, there is actually an epilogue that is a canon epilogue that just simply didn't make it into the film about uh, Santa going to visit Jack years later. So there's like that's like under a minute long. If you're curious,
2: I think it's on the, the version that's on Spotify, right?
3: I, I'm not sure I have the original
1: CD. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm lo- I have it. I'm looking through my ripped version of it now. But anyway, yeah, it's yeah, But it's definitely out there somewhere.
1: And let's go on a shelf stacker box. I will start since I have a negative experience. So we'll get that out of the way. I'm going to put this in the box. I, I'm glad I saw it. I'm really glad I finally got this movie off my backlog because I have I don't know why I've never seen this movie before. Other than I guess I at some point turned it on and got terrified and turned it off. But I'm honestly surprised that I've never seen this movie before. Like I was really surprised, but I'm glad. I'm I'm glad I watched it. It it is a good film, it's just not it's not a film for me. It was not um it was not a Mike movie, because Mike is a chicken shit when it comes to movies and apparently doesn't like this type of stuff and it just rubbed me the wrong way. But it's a good film, but it's going in the box and I'm glad I saw it. What about you, Tiffany?
0: I don't know. I'm torn between stack or shelf. It's like somewhere in between. I'm probably gonna put it on the shelf. Because I could easily watch this any time of year, even though it's technically a Halloween slash Christmas movie. I, it's a movie I could watch any time I wanted to. So it's definitely going on the
2: shelf. Okay. What about you, Bill? Well, I, I, with Christmas movies and holiday movies, it's hard because, like like Tiff just said, you don't watch them all year round. So why would they be on your shelf? But this is a rare exception. This, this is on my shelf all year round. Like It physically sits on a shelf all year round. So, of course, this is going up there. I mean it's it captures you know is it holly jolly christmas is it you know elves and frosty and all that no but it's it's better for that it, it captures a lot of the heart and the warmth of the holiday season while also being an exceptional halloween movie because this is more halloween than christmas it it's it's got memorable characters the music is fantastic it's technically on un- spellbinding and it's honestly timeless this is a movie that's going to endure for decades and decades to come because Unlike CGI and 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 other animation types, this is never going to look bad. This is always going to look just as beautiful as it looked, you know, 20 years ago or whatever it was. Um, so this is an easy, easy shelf. Uh, this is a family tradition, and I hope it remains a family tradition for years to come. And what about you,
1: Levi? As someone who
3: quite literally has this on my shelf, it's it's a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, is uh, Facebook being that what Facebook does, I'm getting ads right now for Nightmare and Elms- Nightmare Before Christmas stuff all of a sudden. yeah, it, it hears what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> it knows. It knows.
3: The um, almighty Zuck has heard.
1: It's <laughs> yeah, okay, Zuck, you can show me all. I won't buy any of it, so it works out perfectly. Oh, feel free. And Bill, where can people find you at?
2: Yeah, I do a podcast entitled A Gamer Looks at 40. It's a... um nostalgic, I guess, retrospective of the history of games as told through the stories of people who lived it. Essentially, each episode is a collection of different per- people's perspectives and different games and eras. Um, I do some long-form episodes, too. By the time this comes out, I'll have an episode with the author of 8-Bit Christmas. He was also the screenwriter of the film with the same name. It's a pretty neat interview. But we go through topics, and we talk about systems, and just, it's everyday people just telling their stories and experiences of the video game, medium kind of getting to the heart and soul of things as opposed to nuts and bolts um you can find me on a gamer looks at 40 on twitter i'm also on facebook um i don't i always forget to post on facebook but if you want to find me there feel free there's there must be a post on there somewhere and yeah please check it out
1: all right and as i forgot to say at the top of the show but i mentioned somewhere this was brought to you because of patreon we had a We every month we do a patreon poem people voted for this including myself so if you so thank you guys for the ones that can that help us out. And you can too. For Little Star, you can go vote in our Patreon poll. Our current poll at the time that you're hearing this is to decide what MCU show we're going to cover. Either Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, or Hawkeye. You get to decide which one we're going to cover those four. Because I want to cover one of them. I didn't know what to do, so I figured I'd throw it in a poll and let them decide what to do. Currently, it's a tie between Loki and WandaVision at the time of this recording. I will not be doing both like I did for this one because we had a tie with Elf. Like, you heard Elf. About a week ago, and now you're hearing this. If there's a tie, I can guarantee you we ain't doing both in one month because that's not happening. So that's too hard.
0: <laughs> and Our next poll will be what movie Timber movie will Mike see next that he hasn't seen?
1: That might happen, actually.
0: <laughs>
1: I think that'd be good. and That'd be a lot of fun. I'm all, I'm always up for more polls. And once there's four Marvel movies out, we can do a poll: what Marvel movie should cover at some point. <laughs> yeah. I I gotta get more MCU, and you know, I got I really want to cover Black Widow because I really like that but- movie. And then turn, it sounds like it's not good, unfortunately. So maybe one day I'll actually find out. All right. And the last thing I need to say, if you enjoyed this episode, there are way more episodes you can into. We cover movies, comics, video games, mostly video games, but we cover lots of stuff. Definitely go check in our backlog and our huge catalog. We are on, you can find, it, everything is on Popping. So if you can't find something, if it only goes back to so many episodes, you're like, hey, I know there's more because this is only episode 60. Ah, uh, use Podbean or some of the other podcatchers that will show everything because Spotify and iTunes do not. Also, we are on YouTube, only audio format. But if you'd rather get your podcast on YouTube, we are there for you too. So definitely go check that out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, where I constantly post updates of what we're doing, what's going on with the show. So check that out. And I want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena. You can you can find her at TikTok at Hell Half Fear. You'll see a link in the show notes to her tiktok so definitely go check her out and i think that's everything i need to say because bill did the plug for me already for his own show so i don't have to say it and we will see you guys all next time bye everybody bye.